Swap Mode, round 74. This is the official video game podcast of Seeker Friends Unite. I'm Todd Oxtra, the co-host of the show, with my co-host with the mostest, Mr. Mark the Canardian Caravan. Mark, remember when I used to screw that up every episode? Uh, yes, because it, it was today. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> no! Uh, it's, it's, it's all good. It's the, the co-host with the mostest or the co-hostess with the most. With the mostest. Uh, either way, I'm, I'm flattered and happy to be here. How are you doing? We're having, I'm doing well. We, uh, you know, we survived Halloween. You guys had your, you know, you're the prime age. Love, you know, kids having fun. Finn, you guys look awesome in your costumes. I'm with a 15-year-old. So Logan did carve the pumpkin this year, the Taken King. It looked Very really cool. I just supervised. Uh, we watched the Muppet Haunted Mansion special. So good. I loved it. The writing was awesome. Yeah. One of the best things I've seen in, in years, and it's hilarious, with Gonzo as the main character, which so, is, I so love well it. done. Great uh, little cameo from uh, Jeff Keighley as one of the singing statues. I know. I tweeted that out with Jeff Keighley. I, I thought, well, hey, Jeff Keighley, you going to tweet back at me? No, but that's okay. But yeah, it was fun. Uh, yeah, it was really, really great. I, I loved it. Uh, and the the Lego Star Wars uh, Terrifying Tales, if you haven't had a chance to watch that. Uh, similarly, just like wacky kind of dumb Lego humor, but also some cool Star Wars stories. There's some great, great Halloween stuff going around. Uh, it's 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 been fun. Absolutely. And they announced what Pocus uh, Pocus 2 is coming out next year. So if you love like just spooky fun stuff, not scary, because if you want scary stuff, we did five weeks of uh, horror movies on Secret Friends Unite. Donnie, if you watch Donnie in the video mm-hmm. dressed up like Chucky, myself awesome. as the mayor of Halloween Town and Charlie is Captain USA, whatever we're calling him, uh, in a onesie. Fun times. So, uh, Mark, we recovered from our scary games, uh, but this weekend... <laughs> We're going to be doing something very fun, very cool for a good charity. So we're going to be doing Extra Life. The first time co-op mode is going to be involved in this, and we'll see how this goes. Neither of you are like, neither of us, uh, especially me, are big streamers. Like, we don't do it consistently. I'm going to give it a try. Uh, but we're doing this with the Phoenix Overdrive Nation, Lee Navarro, who's been on the podcast before. He has this great group. They're going to be in Rome, New York. Uh, Joseph Moran's going to be there. A big group's going to be there. I wanted to be there, but it's just crazy. I, I, I can't fly yet. Uh, there's some stuff going on. Um, but yeah, uh, this is going to be a lot of fun, Mark. So, yeah. you know, we're going to, we have our Extra Life pages out there. So please donate to either one of us or mm-hmm. anybody on the Phoenix Overdrive team. Um, and you're going to be doing something fun for this, Mark. I think so. So uh, right now, I have, I, I, I've sent a message to the studio. So I'm, I'm, I'm hoping that everything goes according to plan. And I'm not 100% sure what the exact plan is, but I, I've i been scheduled to get a tattoo on that Saturday way before I knew that that was the Extra Life date or before we were going to, to do that. Uh, this tattoo has been pushed back. I think this is the fourth or fifth time it's been moved uh, due to COVID lockdowns and, and scheduling. And then the, the, the tattoo artist uh, ended up going on like a two month long um, tour kind of thing of like different conventions and stuff. Um, so it's, uh, it's been a, a long time coming and I'm very excited. Uh, so I might be doing some sort of ask me anything or Q and a, or like live 
solo podcast kind of something from from the tattoo chair. Uh, as long as they're okay with that. Like I said, I sent a message to the artist in the studio uh, this morning, actually, uh, once I kind of knew that, uh, you know, everything was kind of good, good on the me going in. Um, so we'll, we'll, we'll see. I I'm hoping I'll be, <laughs> I'll be able to do something cause it's, it's going to be at 12 noon Saturday. So like right in the middle of, of everything going on. And, uh, and that's all I'll say for now. So hopefully it'll, you know, I'll be posting in the discord on Twitter, um, Facebook everywhere. So hopefully I don't even know exactly where I'm going to be able to stream this one. Cause it'll be probably just from my phone. Uh, so it could be Facebook live, could be Twitch. YouTube, gonna, I think, does live too. Yeah. Maybe YouTube, yeah. So I'll figure it out. All the details will be in our Discord. So make sure you follow us there because the rest of my streaming, I'm not sure what your plan is, but the rest of my streaming schedule, I'm not going to be able to do the 24 hours with a 17-month-old. No. It's just ridiculous uh, to try to do that. So I knew that kind of going. You may be up at like 4 o'clock in the morning, but you're probably not going to be <laughs> gaming at that point. That's that's it. I'll be I'll be up early, but uh, my 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 schedule is going to be dictated by him. Um, you could just do a so, live stream of like Finn in his in his crib and say, "What is the hell is Finn doing right now? Enjoy." And yeah. it might just yeah, it might just be like tune into my my day trying to. <laughs> it's the game of keeping my seventeen month old from destroying the house. Um, so so basically, my plan is is right now to when I get a chance, I'm going to be streaming. Once he goes to bed, I'm going to play as much as I can, as late as I can. Um, and, uh, my wife's going to jump in we're going to play probably some like, so some Mario party. I just picked up the new one. Um, you know, some Kurt, whatever's going on with the Phoenix overdrive too. I want to jump in. So if people are playing uh, Mario Kart or rocket league or whatever, I'm going to try to jump in as part of that. Um, so the best way to keep up with what I'm going to be doing because it's going to be sporadic is going to be our discord channel or Twitter. Uh, that's, that's the, the main places that I'll be posting my, my weird schedule. So what's, what's your game plan going into Saturday? That's a good one because, um, the group I'm part of the, have you been invited to the Phoenix overdrive discord as well? They're doing all the stuff there, the coordination. So, um, I, I know Sean Capri was putting out stuff that he wants to do. So I'm like, if, yep. If they want to do a Halo campaign, I'll probably jump on that because I'm horrible, um, maybe. Uh, but Destiny 2, definitely, because I love Destiny, but I'm bad at it, but I still have a lot of fun. And a lot of those guys, like uh, uh, Ray, oh my goodness, that's that's how this whole thing started. Me and Ray were part of the Destiny 1 beta, mm-hmm. and that's how I got to know Lee, because I actually talked to Ray, and we talked, and we are like, became friends because of playing the Destiny Alpha, actually, I think it was. So Amazing. that's how this whole thing started. That's how I met Lee, and, and it's crazy. So I would go back into Destiny. I might get Logan to play a little bit, too, because he's a hardcore gamer now. Um, but I want to try uh, It Takes Two. It's going to be out on um, Game Pass soon. I have it on PlayStation 4. It's a co-op game that's perfect for that. And, Mark, you and I have been talking about, I think we can plug in webcams to PlayStation 5. We can mm-hmm. plug it into Xbox to do that as well. So that should be a ton of fun. Um, there's yeah. so many games that are just made for it, and we have so many free games on every platform. There's no reason we can't play with people. Rocket League, um, whatever game people want to play. And, and and I don't know, Fortnite, does that work too? I mean, can you do Fortnite in the stream? Because that's, your, that's your baby, man. Um, You're like the, the ace gamer. The, the, the tough thing with Fortnite is getting voice chat in there. So mm-hmm. uh, for, for that to work, it would have to be on Xbox and everyone would have to be basically doing Xbox party chat rather than Fortnite's in-game chat. Okay. So we all have to be on the same platform. Sure. Uh, so I'll, I'll 
see if I can do something there. You might just, you know, I, I, we'll, we'll see what I end up doing. But uh, right now, yeah, like I said, the, the, the game plan is to just play as much as I can, as long as I can stay awake and, and again, raise some money for kids and join uh, Phoenix Overdrive and, and do as much as I can. Well, if it gets really bad, you might see me break out the, the, the Rock Band 4, a guitar, microphone, and we'll see how that goes. But, I love yeah. it. That's awesome. Yeah. That's yeah. Awesome. So uh, Extra Life, for anybody who doesn't know, it's basically a charity that's, that basically raises money by gaming. Um, and we are doing it through the Phoenix Overdrive Nation for the Children's Miracle Network a hospital hospitals. I believe there's Gillette hospital specifically is who they're raising money for. So, um, but you know what, if you don't donate to us, donate to somebody else. It's great. Mm-hmm. Uh, but this is going to be awesome. And last year that was the last request of Bobby Pauls. He said he wanted us to be involved and we're going to do a part. Yep. Absolutely. Uh, I, I, Really wish that I, I made it to Rome, New York, and and met Bobby. But uh, and again, you know, this year I wish I could have gone down. But uh, it's wildly expensive to fly fly down there from where I am, uh, especially just for a weekend. If if uh, you know next year, or the year after, or something, I can plan something that uh, apparently in two years it's going to fall on my birthday. So my birthday is this Thursday, Ooh, November. That's 4th. right. I saw I saw on Facebook. The only thing it's good for is telling me when people's birthdays are. And and Lee's is the same day, actually. So, oh, very nice. So by the time people are listening to this, it's going to be my birthday. And the best present you can do uh, is is donate to Extra Life and uh, and help us help some kids. But uh, and and that's for for me and Lee. So it's it's like a double whammy of like birthday awesomeness. But apparently, yeah, in two years it's going to be on our birthday, and that's going to be intense. So um, so we'll we'll see what happens there. Yeah, and my, uh, when I won the contest for the controller, that's exactly what this is going to go to. So at this point, um, yeah, Mark uh, and I have our out there. We have our targets. So please support us if you can. If you don't, if you can't support us, just show up and watch us. It'll be fun. Yeah, exactly. Tell some friends. Absolutely. Uh, yeah. So Mark, bye Rent Return this week. This is going to be an emulation-themed episode. You'll hear throughout us talking about emulation as a topic because Nintendo Switch Online dropped the expansion pack i'm a sucker <laughs> i didn't want to let down my family plan including sean nias and his family so we're splitting it so i upgraded it was like 45 bucks for some reason because i think i had multiple years or whatever so that's what it's going to be so uh and then you got to play some of it too um so essentially right now we've got three nintendo systems that are have emulation through the nintendo switch online service nes SNES and N64. Mm-hmm. We have played the least amount probably in the N64 because it just launched. But the hard question is, Mark, of these systems on the Nintendo Switch Online, or maybe even if you have the Mini Classics, because very similar as well, mm-hmm. both emulated, um, what would you buy, rent, or return? Okay, so when I'm thinking about this, I'm thinking just Nintendo Switch Online because I think the answer is going to be different when you count the classic systems for NES and Super Nintendo, obviously we don't have one for N64. I wish we did, but the emula- the emulation on those is really, really, really solid. Um, and it, it comes bundled in with the controllers that you're supposed to use with those systems and everything just kind of works. So uh, I think those are an unfair advantage. So I'm going to be centering this around specifically Nintendo Switch Online and the offerings that they have there. Uh, so, my return is a tough one. 
because I I love this system and a few games on it. Uh, I'm gonna say NES for my return because really? I've okay. specifically on Nintendo Switch Online because there are so many options to play. Ba- okay, realistically, the games I go back to for NES Online are Super Mario Brothers and Super Mario Three. Realistically, everything else is, it's kind of hard to go back to, right? If you're playing the original Zelda without a guide, you memorized it as a kid or you're a psychopath. Um, (laughs) If you, (laughs) you know, like it's just, there's so many games that have been improved on with the Super Nintendo that it's it's kind of harder to go back to those ones. So um, I, you know, I I usually actually have my Game & Watch, my Super Mario Game & Watch where I can play the original Super Mario Brothers uh, over and over again, pretty much anywhere. Um, so I'm going to return the NES for Nintendo Switch Online. Um, Rent, I'm going to say N64 because so far it's been fun to poke around a little bit. I've only tried two of the games uh, and I don't have the controller yet. And I think that's going to make a big difference. The N64 controls do not translate super well to modern controllers. Uh, when when we swapped out the C buttons for a C stick, it broke a lot of stuff because a lot did of you, did you get the um, the controller? I haven't been able to get it yet. Okay, yeah, I that's going to be a problem for a lot of people. I I added it to my cart the last time it went live. I added it to my cart, and when I went to check out, it was said sold out, and that's the last time I I had a chance. Um, I'm determined to get one though, because I think that will make these games oh, yeah. so much more enjoyable. Uh, so right now that's my rental because I want to go back. I want to play Ocarina. I want to play in uh, Mario 64 uh, Mario Kart. I played the hell out of that's That's been fun because you don't need those kind of buttons, right? It's just holding the gas and go. Um, so obviously then I'm, I'm left with my buy super Nintendo. I have super Nintendo controllers. I love playing with those on the switch. It's got a great library on there of classic games that I always want to revisit. And uh, that's that's so far my favorite. That's the one I've easily put m- the most time in on my Nintendo Switch Online account is uh, Super Nintendo. So that's what I'm keeping around. What about you? Oh, this is a hard one, Mark, because the NES was such a hallmark of my youth. Um, and it's actually the only one of these systems I actually owned. I rented the SNES. And my friends had the N64, but I own the NES. Um, so this is this is the hard one. So I will say I will return the N64. Um, and you'll hear about why I will return that in, in more detail as we talk about our review of it. But to your point, the controller, uh, trying to play that differently, it was an exercise in frustration to remember which did what and how to do it. So, um, and the games there, we only have nine games at this point. So it's really hard to say, are we going to get all the classics? Because at this point, I play a lot of the non-classics, and they're not classics. Uh, So I would say that's my return system. I have the least nostalgia for it. And quite honestly, we already got a better version of uh, Mario 64 in the collection as well. So that's a weird thing, right? Um, so then I will go with my rent is the actually going to be the NES though, because I played most of those games and I have nostalgia for them, but I, I typically don't revisit games I already played. So the buy would be the SNES because 
those are typically sequels to games that were even better. Yeah. So right, I mean, they they refined it. They 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 took what was learned in better hardware, all these things, better sound, all these things, with pretty much a, a, a controller which was you know classic at the time, and just had uh, incorporated enough new things mm-hmm. that made it even better. So I, I that's where I would stand. So um, it seems weird because that's like I said, it was the system I rented. I remember renting F Zero and all these games to play with my friends, and I was like blown away. I remember the first time I saw Final Fantasy. God, I don't remember what the one was. Was it six, four, whatever the the weird U.S. name was? And they showed like the parallax uh, scrolling, mm-hmm. the sound. I was really blown away by that system. I'm like, it sounds so good compared to the Genesis. I'm like, the audio is so much better, and, and it was a much more powerful hardware than the Genesis. So at the time, like, yeah. So that's where I stand. Nice. All right. Perfect. And just to, to let you know, the last time they updated the NES games was May 26th. Oof. And that might be it. Right. And the games weren't exactly barn burners. SNES, uh, I think there's still uh, hopes that we'll get some new games. But we'll talk yeah. about that more as yeah, we sure. uh, traverse. So let us know, everyone, what you would say for the uh, the various systems we have in emulation currently on Nintendo Switch Online. I know there's a lot of thoughts on this. So it would be great to hear what you have to say. Yeah. We'll get to a couple of those that people have been sharing. But I, I want to hear more. So... Uh... Uh, aside from Nintendo Switch Online, what uh, what have you been playing? Well, Mark, I have been playing Metroid Dread, and I thankfully have a Sherpa in this mission, which is Logan. He beat the game. Okay. Um, and it was funny because I talked to our friend Sean, who was on the podcast. He's playing it too, mm-hmm. and we were talking, and we were both in a, a frustration with this game. Mm-hmm. We enjoy it, but there are parts we're getting stuck at that just seemed like, really, really? And I think we 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 hearken back to Nintendo game design that is kind of held back to a, a time frame that unless you played the games and you just like this is your your realm, not very intuitive for someone who plays Metroidvania games. Like there's a thing for it. So I've struggled. I might crade right now, but I got stuck very early in the game because there was a portion where you actually had to destroy a block, but the landscape everything else in, in the map and everything where it looked did not look like blocks or, or landscape you could destroy. So I'm going back and forth. I'm shooting everything. And I'm like, what's going on? And it says, yeah, I got stuck there too. And I found out a lot of people are getting stuck at that very same spot. It's very early on in the game when you get to a first like transport. I'm like, ah, so it's frustrating. I spent like two hours doing nothing but trying to figure it out. That's not fun. And it's like, everybody's like, oh, that's what the purpose. I'm like, no, because I played, I was just playing a game today, Shadow Complex. Because Logan, that's going to be a future topic podcast that Logan and I do, old new. And I love Shadow Complex. It's a, it's a Metroidvania. Love it. I'm just absorbing that game again. So I'm a little frustrated, but I'm enjoying it. I'm at Crade. It's a little difficult. I'm going to get better, Mark. I'm going to get better. I'm going to get good. But the problem is my I've been a vagabond of games lately. Mm. I, I'm just not sticking with one game, which then hurts the ability to get good, right? Especially for Metroid, because there are so many, especially as you progress, there's so many button combinations and hold in this plus this to shoot this and then hold in this plus this to aim this certain way and shoot this other weapon and this this variant kind of form. It's, it, uh, the, the, the button combinations can be almost fighting game-esque in their complexity. And 
to remember like, okay, does this one shoot this or does this one shoot that? And it, it, it is kind of, uh, it, it can be a little bit of a game of uh, memorization and, and whoops, I didn't mean to shoot that. And I, yes, oh, oh shoot, I'm dead now. So I got to retry that with the right combo. Yeah, and, and it's fun because I have the pro cons that are a third party. I like them a lot. They're really right. cool. The only thing they don't have is the uh, NFC for the Amiibo. But they have like triggers underneath that you can actually reprogram. So I got those to reprogram for basically the aim and the missile, which is awesome. So it's really easy to keep everything kind of clear. But I was cheating and I was using the Amiibo to refill your health. And they don't focus. That's like, crap, I'm screwed. Let me get the pro controller out again. Let's do this. And it was just a, it was just nonsense. But I'm like, I'm having a good time with the game. I mean, the game is beautiful. It runs great. Although the load times suck. And then the cutscenes when it's load, it's like Logan and I are talking. I'm like, why do they look so low res versus when you're playing? I'm like, that seems like the easiest thing they could have made. Like 1080p is like, this Sam is hanging out riding in a a transport, <laughs> and, it, and it's chugged. I'm like, why is this so bad? So I want the next Switch to have an SSD because I'm spoiled yeah. with the Xbox Series S and PlayStation Five. I want no load times, but um, but yeah, it's it's been a lot of fun. So I don't know, Mark, if I'm at Kraid, and Logan says it's like one of the hardest bosses, funny, which I'm like, really, it's early on. That's one of the hardest bosses. Mm. Um, but he says it has a long like second stage. So I'm like, I'm yeah. not sure how far I am in the game, but I'm having a good time. Yeah, I mean, stick stick with it. That is a tough boss because it is it is so early on, but it also teaches you a lot of the boss mechanics. Sure. So once I feel once you you master that one, that some of the other bosses you're like, okay, I know what this game is trying to do with boss levels. So now I know how to approach it. You know what I mean? Where, where this one, they're teaching you that like, Oh, you can't blast at this point or you can't do this at that point. You know, it's, 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 it's teaching you the, the design of the game kind of thing. So you can go into other bosses uh, with that knowledge after you finish it. Um, I, I was playing this as well. I finished it. It took me uh, total clear time. Now the total clear time doesn't count like how That's many times right. you died or, yeah. or like pause screens or that kind of stuff. So my total clear time was eight hours and 47 minutes. Um, and I know I've clocked in, well, I, I could look it up, but I think it's, it's a little over 10 hours. So I, I, I definitely, um, you know, put in, put in more time than just the clear time. Uh, I'm, I'm quickly going to look up. Uh, oh, it's not on my, oh wait, there it is. There it is. Uh, played for 10 hours or more on, uh, on my switch there. Um, I love this. This was like exactly what I was hoping for. I love Metroidvanias and I, I love the Metroid series. I've played at least all the mainline ones and the prime games. And uh, this was such a perfect continuation on from the fusion storyline. And I just, I just got so much out of this game. And I, uh, to your, to your point of even the cutscenes um, being a little long, but like every single time I got to look at Samus, just like riding in an in an elevator or something, I was just like, "Man, she's a badass!" Just like the way she's like sitting there, like holding her gun, or just kind of like just standing like a badass. I was just taking screenshots all over the place, and, and the evidence is on my Twitter account of like this game is just gorgeous, and I love it. Uh, now, some of those games 
I did run through uh, some software on my iPad called Pixelmator Photo, and they have a machine learning, um, basically does like a photo resolution bump using hmm. AI and machine learning. So um, I was able to kind of up the resolution or, or get rid of some of the jaggies using mm-hmm. that software and sure. the screenshots look better. I didn't do anything else to clean up the screenshots. So the game looks that good. It's just the, the, the switch isn't outputting, uh, the, the, the higher rev- resolution graphics, uh, like you said, but, um, so far, yeah, the, for me, this is like game of the year territory. Like I freaking loved every second of this game and I, I haven't started hard mode yet, but I'm tempted to. And I, I got stuck at some of the bosses. They were super tough. The last boss, especially like I died so many times, but the last time I did it, once I finally got it, I I think I might've been hit once. <laughs> like it was just one of those things where yep. like it just clicked and I was like, I'm Samus. I am the most badass bounty hunter in the galaxy. And I'm going to show you what that means right now. And it's like, you're not, you're not going to touch me. You know, like you're not going to see me coming. I'm John Cena right now. Like just get ready to get blasted. So like there was, I, I, I love this game and I, I really did. It's so good. Yeah. And pro tip, if you're ever like dying a lot, just step away from the game. It's like the only thing I've ever learned about gaming yep. is you will just be like destroying yourself, having a bad time, come back. Yep. And apparently you're like 50% better at that point. I don't know what it is. 100%. It's the magic. Yeah. So uh, I, there's something like, yeah, you're, you're like, it's got to have, it must have something to do with like, um, did you ever play like a, a puzzle game? I know people had this with like Tetris or something where mm-hmm. your brain kind of plays it back in your, you know, when you're kind of resting or something like that, I think our brains do that where it's like kind of absorbing that muscle memory or building that muscle memory or something like that. So, uh, I did that several times with this game where I, I even put it down for like 24 hours and just stepped away, just had to wait for a second. And then I came back and it was like, boom, I did it. I like cleared through that boss. I figured out the puzzle. I figured out which way to go. Uh, and every single time, it was so satisfying, but it took me a little bit. Uh, like we, we said last time with Joey, um, you know, I was taking my time with this. Like he had to play it for a review, but I was kind of, you know, just enjoying every second of it, but I, I did take my time with it, but I'm, I'm super happy that to have finished it now. And, uh, and just, like I said, I enjoyed every second. Yeah. And Mark, you got the, so this is going to be a fun part. We talk about regrets. I have a few, uh, you got the Nintendo Switch OLED, and I am getting it Friday. So the problem with video is it will never look as good as the, the thing you're holding because our screens are, and yep. the, the YouTube is going to be whatever you're watching on versus what you're seeing. So, um, yeah. yeah, so you owned a, pro, uh, a a launch Switch, correct? And that's what Damn. I have as well. Yep. Yeah, yeah, and that was my, I'm like, I can get 220 bucks for it uh, if I trade it in in cash and it's yep. $350. I'm like, and I'm hearing rumors now where you may not even get a switch upgrade or, or sequel until 2024. I'm like, well, I'd rather have a better system than no system at all. Or if it dies on me. So, I mean, it's a no brainer. So I'm in that boat. I haven't got it. I'm going to get it on Friday, but so you've had it. Yep. Um, so it's got better battery life, mm-hmm. double the memory, yep. uh, bigger screen, OLED and a better kickstand. Is there anything I'm miss- missing? Okay. No. Uh, it's 
so far, oh, better dock, better dock, and, and a, yeah. A, yeah, a new, a new redesigned dock, and and the dock's pretty. The kickstand's really, really nice. It's uh, it's it's not flimsy anymore. It, it can actually function as a kickstand. It's like uh, the uh, surface, uh, uh, it is stand, yeah, which is great. Exactly. Yeah, uh, and it, I, I went with the white model, so I have the nice, nice shiny white Joy Cons. Uh, R.I.P. to my the best version, Mark. The best version. Yeah, People get the red and blue. New, it's like, right? come on, come on, stand out. And, uh, so I, I, I just saw one in stock at my local Ooh. Best Buy. What? And, yeah. And that's, Canada. that's the decision. Uh, people, guys, if you run out of systems, go up to Canada. I get the hookup. Marco. That's basically yeah. it. Uh, so I, I literally walked in Best Buy for a, a webcam for this coming weekend. And, uh, and this was in stock. And I just said, you know what? Like. I can get a decent amount. You said two hundred and twenty dollars. You you expect to get for your OG Switch? Yeah, because it was a three. I mean, in the US, it's three hundred dollars for the original Switch. It's three fifty for the OLED. Okay. It's what four fifty in 450, Canada? Four fifty yeah. for the OLED. Yeah. yeah. Um, so I just got three hundred and twenty five dollars for my Perfect. OG original Switch. No questions asked. Just like literally three hundred and twenty five dollars in my pocket. Uh, the day I posted it, like within a couple of hours, I had sold that system and made that money back. So, um, do you want a quick, Mark, did you post, did you post that on your OnlyFans page first to auction yes, it off? And I signed it. Uh, you don't want to know what I used as a pen. <laughs> don't lick it folks. Do not lick that system. Uh, no, it was, the guy was super pumped. He was like, he, okay. he said it for a great price. I didn't even, you know, like hmm? I saw people setting them for like, 400 350 whatever and i was just like you know what i know when you set something for those prices people are gonna like barter you down kind of thing i got one super low ball offer it was like 250 i was like come on you're nuts and then this guy like messaged me and he was like don't even want to argue with the price just like where can i meet you so i was like set up a little meeting place um at the actually at the mall that i bought this one at and uh and just kind of like went up met him here you go thanks cool that was it. It was uh, very, very seamless. Um, so I'm super happy. I mean, it's it's like you said, new new system, bigger screen, and the bigger screen is something I'm really enjoying. By default, there's a vivid mode, okay. so the the colors are very bright, but it's it's almost off puttingly vivid. Mm -hmm. Like I think they could tone it down a tiny bit, and I wish there was that kind of granularity like you have with a TV that you can set like contrast and uh, saturation and all that kind of stuff. Cause it, it, it seems like something's just dialed up a tiny bit too much. And my brother said the same thing when he looked at it. So, um, you know, I, I might set that just a standard, but for right now I'm like, Oh, it's an OLED. It's vivid, blah, blah, blah. Whatever. So uh, I, I, I'm really enjoying it. I still, for the most part, I've been playing stuff docked. So I'm not really enjoying that. I did play some Luigi's Mansion uh, over the weekend. My wife was running into the mall and I just said, you know what? Finn and I are going to chill in the car. Uh, I put on some, um, some, some videos for him on my phone in the back seat. And uh, I like prop my phone up in the headrest behind me and I played Luigi's Mansion on my new switch. And it was, it's fun. It's, it's good, but I'm, I'm really happy with the purchase and uh like I said, I, I made so much money on my original switch that it didn't cost me that much for the upgrade. So it was kind of a no brainer after what, four years of enjoying the switch. 
Absolutely. It's, I mean, it's been four and, four and a half years. So we're getting into year five. And like yeah. I said, it's going to be that long. It's like, okay, my consoles, I typically do something after four to five years anyways, because I'm mm. like, usually a better version. So this is, makes the most sense. So I'm like at this point, plus battery life. I mean, that's a big thing. And if you want to carry around a battery pack and we're going to be traveling and hopefully with Logan driving to Michigan, I will be able to actually play some games. That's so excited fantastic. about that yeah. yeah so yeah i'm excited about this and oled is a cool technology i don't own an oled tv i i ordered my current tv too early for that so but everybody uh loves it so i'm excited about this plus if it gets me to play more switch games that's a perfect thing because it's my least used console but you know what i i'm willing to get down because if my switch isn't dead because my son forgot to dock it um that'll be great <laughs> absolutely yeah it's yeah. uh it's it's good i think you'll be happy with it i i, I think uh, sure. i i almost want to go back and play metroid because i i finished metroid before i got this so i want to see everyone was talking about how good it looks but uh but anyway it's uh I'm, I'm happy so far very very cool awesome so mark i'll hit on a couple things very quickly um uh that were uh that i have played uh guardians of the galaxy got this from gamefly i'm about two hours in and this game is for me. Oh, my goodness. This game is beautiful. I'm playing on PlayStation 5. Um, it, they have a free upgrade. So basically, if you got the PS4, you get the PS5 version. So I'm doing it. Uh, it's wonderful. But this is a game that I really wanted, which is a linear Marvel game, The Guardians of the Galaxy. Uh, basically, it's a different take, but it's more like the comic book versions of the characters. It looks right. like what they look like in the comic books versus the movies. Uh, the characters... Uh, Rock and Groot, I would say, are very similar, but Gamora and Drax are, I would say, better characters than they are in the movies. Much more finesse, a little bit more to them. Uh, Drax, I always felt, was a little one note in the movie versus this one is a little bit different. He's not like the naive, oh my goodness, I don't know what's going on, I'm Drax. No, this one's a little bit more... He 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 doesn't trust everyone. He doesn't. He's not. It's just different. I really enjoy it. Uh, but the cool part about this game is uh, you're basically you're set with the team. You've been there with the, been with them for years, uh, and actually, um, Drax and Gamora are late ads to the team. So you and Rocket and 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 Groot have established a relationship, which is pretty cool. Um, but the game actually kicks off. You get to see uh, Peter with his mom. And have get to a little bit with a relationship, which is great. Right. You're in like uh, Peter's teenage bedroom. He's a big fan of hardcore metal and things like that. And his favorite band is Star Lord, and he has a Star Lord jacket. And you look around his room, and you see all of this like late '80s, early '90s like memorabilia, and it is totally hilarious. Like his mom steps on a toy, she hands it back to you. What is it, Mark? It's Chewbacca. Because it's Man. a Marvel property and Disney and everything. Playing well. It's so fun. You walk around the room, you get to enjoy it, but you get to meet your mom. And she's like this cool mom with bad band hair from the 80s. She likes rock and roll. And it's just fun. You can play in the music, and it's got a great soundtrack, too. You can adjust yeah. it and select the tracks you want. Uh, but then you basically wake up from this dream you've been having, and you go on a mission. You're basically you're there to the first mission, no spoilers, you're basically there to get a monster. Um, and you guys are there. It's you and Drax and Rocket are going there, and you're just going on. It's a very linear, linear uh, path, very cool story. 
a lot of dialogue like Uncharted where you're talking and things are happening and the story is going along there versus cutscenes, which is kind of nice. Um, same thing as you're in the Milano, you're having basically conversations with people and you're finding things and you can get upgrades. Um, but it's your Star-Lord. That is the main character of the game. But what they do is you can control your uh, teammates by using them as basically attacks. So you hold down one button and then you can choose their attack. It makes a lot of fun. But also as you're traversing and going through the missions, like if there's a, a, a gap, you can tell Groot make a bridge for you to go across. So, um, but it's Peter Quill's a lot of fun to play as a character. He's kind of underpowered compared to the other ones, but I heard that improves over time. But um, he has rocket boots, which is fun for traversal. You've got your blasters, which then you can upgrade. They basically have like a, um, a, a reload, like an active reload, like in Gears of War, where you get more power up from doing that. So I'm really enjoying the game. It's beautiful. It's fun. It's a much more of a narrative story than Avengers is currently, uh, much more uh, narrative than Spider-Man is. So I think from a third-party available Marvel game on every system... I don't know. I think this is awesome. This is a surprise. I'm really enjoying it. Um, I, I just want to keep playing more of it because it's just engaging. And I, that's what's great. And apparently there's a lot of cameos that are surprises. A lot of things in the game are part of the comic books that you can research too. So it's not like exactly just all original stuff, but it's okay. harking back to the actual source material. So check out the Guardians of the Galaxy if you find it. I mean, I think if you're if you're nervous about this game, I'm assuming over Black Friday, there's probably like 40, 30 bucks, yeah, but it's probably. worth it. Yeah. yeah. That's great. That's great to hear. And I, I did almost pick this up a couple of times, but I've been playing some other stuff that's distracted me and then dropped the money on the, the new switch. So uh, I haven't picked this up yet. I might wait. I might get bored and, and grab it, but uh, it's, it's great to hear so many positive things about it. Yeah. This one was like, really people were like, I don't think I want this game. I don't think it's going to be good. And then the Metacritic Metacritic's like, 82 percent yeah i mean some people don't like it but i mean it's got a lot of dialogue so if you don't like a lot of talky talky and you want more shooty shooty you might be disappointed excellent excellent um anything else you've been playing before i I, i'm gonna jump into a a kind of a big one that i've been playing oh sure just really quick far cry 6 i'm playing more of that game that is a long game, Mark. I'm hearing like it's a 50 to 40 to 50 hour game. I'm very early in the game. I've got my first companion, Guapo the Alligator. We're taking down checkpoints. Um, I, there's a lot more to this game that I've really even gotten into. Um, I'm, I'm excited about what I've heard when you check out certain checkpoints, you get cool weapons. There really is no upgrade path. It's all about your weapons this time okay. and your gear. So there's no like upgrading like you level 25. No, it's do you have this type of gear? And if you get the checkpoints, you get these cool weapons. I heard this awesome sniper shotgun. That's also silenced, Mark. Which makes no sense. None of that makes any sense. But apparently it's like God level and it's awesome. I'm like, okay, it. I'm down for this fun. I'm down to clown. And I, I I play Far Cry games for a long time because that's the type of game they are. There's so much to do. Yeah. And it's ridiculous. And yes, it's over the top. And yes, it's the tone is weird. It's like one time I'm taking on a, uh, a dictator who does horrible things. But the next time I'm like sicking my uh, gator with a tracksuit on people. You got to be OK with that. I'm like, you know what? It is. It's a video game. It's not it's not a documentary that I would find on like National Geographic. Yep. hundred percent. Yeah. No, I, I, I've been hearing some uh, mixed things about that game. But I'm, I'm glad you've been enjoying it. I, I've always enjoyed the Far Cry games, like you said, for what they are. 
which is uh, video game ass video games. But they also sometimes kind of had a, a at least a bit of a message to them. So uh, it's, it's it's I think as a developer, really hard to find the right balance, especially in the real world, things can switch and change so easily. So three, four, five years ago, when they start developing this game, the political landscape and the world could be a very different place than when it's released. So you also have to find that kind of balance of like, this game is not hiding the fact that it's Cuba very well. No. So, you know, even though they don't say that it's Cuba in the game, like it's, it's pretty much like, you know, here it is. And we've changed the name slightly. Um, But it's a, it's a, it's gotta be a tough balance to, to have a bit of a political message, but also have an attack alligator with a gold tooth and a tracksuit and a gun that shoots Macarena CDs. Like that's, that's gotta be tough for any developer. And, and I find Far Cry usually for the most part, hits a really good balance there. So it's, uh, you know, I'm not surprised by the mixed feelings for this one, but uh, I'm happy to hear that you're you're enjoying it and you want to stick stick with it. Yeah, I think it's going to be a game I will continue to play. You know, it's right now it's a busy se- season, um, and I'm going to probably be close to being done with my games with Halo coming up. That's probably the last big game with Forza. Um, we'll probably talk about, you know, our lens on, in the next couple episodes, we'll probably talk about, like, our as we're getting close to the end of the year and, you know, we're going to probably cut off our, you know, games at the end of the year, as we talked about this. So January, we'll talk about our game of the year, but I mean, wow. I mean, 2021 has been an interesting year, but a lot of good games. So kudos mm-hmm. to everyone that's making these games and, and having fun with them. And, you know, I always uh, appreciate when I have something fun to sneak my, uh, to put my teeth in. So, uh, but Mark, I've talked a lot. So, I saw your video today. And first I thought it was home video of you like doing extreme sports. But then I was wrong. I, uh, funny, well, okay. First off, I'm going to say I have, I, I picked up uh, Mario Party Superstars. I've only played one board so far, but the mini games are, for the most part, hits. And I, I'm loving this and I can't wait to play more. Uh, that's all I'll say this week. I'm going to be playing more for Extra Life, so tune in, and, and I'll be talking more about that game as I play it for Extra Life. So if you want to hear more, wait till next episode, or more importantly, tune in to Extra Life stuff. Uh, so the game that you're talking about, I did post a couple of videos. Go on my Twitter if you want to check those out. Uh, Riders Republic. Uh, I was lucky enough to get a code from our friends at Ubisoft Canada. Thank you so much to them. Uh, always appreciate the support. And... I I was kind of like iffy when I first saw this game. I was like, is it going to be one of those games that like tries too hard to be like extreme or whatever? And uh, the more I saw of this game, it was like, oh no, this this actually looks really fun. It looks really ridiculous. And it looks like a Tony Hawk game, but with like every other sport you could think of. And, um, and I don't like, I, I love these type of games. Like I love Tony Hawk. I love snowboarding games. Like, Man, I, I really hope like 1080 snowboarding or even snowboard kids or whatever comes to the N64 online. Like that's, those are my jam a hundred percent. And I used to do like trick skiing and stuff. And it was kind of funny. My wife was watching me play this and it was not like the videos that I posted, which were like me doing cool shit. This one was like, 
<laughs> so when I, when I first got my trick skis, um, I, when I first learned how to do a, a front flip, um, I landed one like perfectly. It was awesome. And then the next time I tried, it, it was on this like tabletop jump and I did not rotate all the way and land it basically. So my skis like stuck into the snow and I just like thunk landed on my butt and like the skis were like stuck in. So I had to like, uh, it was just a mess. And, uh, and of course more people were watching when I failed than when I actually landed the damn front flip. So, uh, in this game, <laughs> I hit a jump and it ended up, I thought it was going to be like a bigger fall and it ended up being like this low kind of tabletop jump. And I basically did the exact same thing that I did in real life. And I was like, damn, tabletops always get me. And my wife was sitting there. And, uh, and she, you know, knew the front flip story and she was just like shaking her head. Like I married you. How do you, how do you do this kind of stuff? Like even in a video game, like you still manage to fail spectacularly. And, uh, yeah, so that's it, like a little bit of real world sneaking into the games and, and games sneaking into the real world. But um, yeah, so the videos I posted, yeah, one is trick skiing and going down this like crazy mountain and doing a bunch of like crazy spins and f- tricks and, and stuff. And the other clip that I posted is a jet powered wingsuit kind of thing that I'm like flying through first person. I love the first person in this. It's so good when you're zipping through trees like that. Um and I am, it's just like free running. So there, there are events in this game, but there's also just like, you can just go and just pick a place on the map and just like, I'm going to fly there, or I'm going to go to the top of the mountain and ski down, or I'm going to take, um, a bike down this mountain, or I'm going to just walk down for some reason. Or, uh, I, fa- I found some skis that are actually just sticks. You just put <laughs> sticks on your feet and you just ski down the mountain. And, uh, can you just go to the? Can you just go to like the loft and just have hot cocoa? You can. There, there's like a hangout place that you can just like get new outfits or just like hang out and see everyone. And it's like real world. So there are so many people playing, and you see the little avatars. And you can't really like mess people up, which is kind of cool because like I should have messed up a race real bad, mm-hmm. uh, real real bad. Like it would have if there was collisions in this game. Like it would have been. I'm dead. The person's dead. There's some just blood everywhere. Like, this is like jackass uh, going yes. right, I guess. Yes. Right. hundred percent. No way. No. Um, so like it, there, there is a little bit of that, like jackass, like super extreme kind of like mm-hmm. attitude in this game, like a little bit, but like it's not in your face, annoying kind of thing. Like I kind of get a kick out of it, but the amount of times in this game. So, okay. I'm, I've been talking a lot cause I'm super excited about this, but like writer's Republic, basically is just like all those kind of extreme sports. Like if you played steep, there's snowboarding stuff. So snowboarding, wingsuit, jetpack, uh, biking and like skiing, like I said, uh, are like the, the kind of the main avenues and there's different types of those. There's like precision biking, trick biking, downhill races, there's all that stuff. And you're just like on this massive map and you go from event to event, but you can also explore, um, and it's, you're just kind of trying to build up your credibility and do bigger races and get into like X games and Red Bull cups and this and that, whatever. Um, and kind of prove yourself on the mountain. So, uh, in this little, they have it set up as like a rider's Republic. That's like the, the town or the village or the commune or whatever that you're kind of like in of all these like extreme racers and stuff in the middle of 
all these national parks. So you can like kind of visit like real world ish locations that are, that are kind of scattered throughout. And you'll learn things along the way by visiting uh, like POIs and like uh, points of interest kind of thing. Um, it's just, it's spectacularly fun is all I can really say. Like when I first fired it up, the character creation creation tool is a bit like basic, you know, and they, they don't look, super like there's nothing that scream like oh this is next gen kind of thing to me but um once you get past that it just everything just opens up and the more things you get like you get your bike and then your snowboard but then you start to unlock the really cool things like uh like a, a ski do uh to to like quick quick travel like across the snow and stuff and then like the jet pack and and whatever else and it's just like there's so many times in this game that I've just been either grinning ear to ear or like out loud to myself being like, yes, or just laughing in pure, like this is the stupidest thing I've ever done in a video game. How can I go from like a wingsuit to a bike to skis back to the wingsuit in one race? And it's just, it's just joy, like pure joy on my TV. It's just, that's the only way I can describe it. So, um, I, I, I love it. I absolutely <laughs> Like I'm, I'm probably rambling at this point because I love this damn game so much. No, no, no. That's, that's good. I, the only negative I heard was like, sometimes it tries to be too hard to be like, dude, yeah, let's do things cool. And it's like, okay. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, That's, that's, that's annoying, but it's not exactly, it's not taking away from like why you play the game. Exactly. So, and yeah. And those points and, and depending on the type of person you are, yeah, that can get either super annoying or for me, it's just kind of like, yeah, okay, I see what they were trying there. And like, most likely if you lived in a place like this, where it was like a whole bunch of like X gamers, like all living in a yeah. commune on a mountain, it's probably kind of close. Well, to you know, you get like bands of roaming people who are like really hardcore. And then you'd get kind of like, you know, everyone else that was just kind of like, oh man, those guys are crazy, but they do pull off some pretty cool shit. Uh, so um, if you can get past that part, this game is just, like I said, just pure joy on your screen. It's, it's just, so it's fantastic. I, I, I guess my question is, Mark, did they bring back Dan Cortese and MTV sports? Uh, not, <laughs> not that I've seen so far. No. Okay. Cause um, that's, that's like the realm of the, yeah. that, and, and that's what games used to be. I mean, we used to have like the PlayStation era of like games in N64 or the original Xbox. It was like wakeboarding HD and BMX triple X and, wow, we've just kind of lost that era. So it's nice to have options that aren't horrible, but still lean into a little bit dudism, but that's okay. Have fun. Yeah. And like I said, this, this one does go into like real world events. So you'll see Red Bull sponsored things. You'll see them shout out like X games events and that kind of stuff. Like there is some real world tie in, but then it's, it's all centered around this like fantastical, like I said, commune in the middle of all of these national parks and you can go up like real world mountains and the map is insanely big like with a jet suit on you're still taking a long time i haven't even flown end edge to edge of of the map and uh i'm i'm still fairly early in this game it just came out last week uh like i said we did get the code from from ubisoft but they recommended waiting until actual launch day. So the servers were full. So uh, I've only had as basically as about as much time as anyone else who bought this day one has had uh, with the actual finished game. So um, 
while while this is not a final review, and I'm hoping that I'll have that by the next time we record, um, my early review in progress of playing as many hours as I could since uh, Thursday, Friday, whenever uh, it went live, um, and having a sick child in there and uh, being a little under the weather myself, and then having Halloween. Um, I've, I've still managed to put several hours into this because I just can't put the damn thing down. And every time, like, even if it's like I have five minutes, I'm like, I, I just want to jump in and either explore or do a quick race. And my wife will come back into the room and she'll be just like this again. And I'll be just like, oh yeah, but watch this, watch this. I found a new mountain. And <laughs> so it's, it's just that kind of thing. Or it's just, I, I just, I don't know, man, I, I can't get enough. I love it. It's so good. And I think it's getting overshadowed by oh. all the other stuff that's out with dread and um, just like even far cry, I think uh, is, is close and, and just like uh, guardians of the galaxy, I think is, is I, I think I'm, I'm worried that this is the, the fall game. There's usually one that gets overshadowed and I'm kind of worried that this is it. So if you're listening and like you like any of those kind of games, um, just do yourself a favor and get this. Like it's it's so good. Um, it's so if, if dumb like that, that they it, didn't yeah. release this like in the summer or something <laughs> like that. It, it just it's yeah. just weird that they could have picked a different window for this game because to your point, this is the type of game that could use some some breath of like mm. uh, and 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 I don't I I think we're getting a point. Unfortunately, it's like when is a good time because it's like they're parsing games. But the summer typically is a good time. So this like it's sept- really maybe cool September. Yeah. This, this yeah. would have been a, a really cool launch. And, and it's, it's great now because it is kind of a transition time. Like you'd see in the game because like right now it's fall. So you can still go out and, and do some like bike stuff, but you're also starting to think about winter sports. If you're in a place like I am where like, this is when like, you know, people are looking into like, okay, it's November. I'm ready to ch- kind of start thinking about skiing, snowboarding, whatever. Um, so there's, there's like thematically, it's a good time to launch this game, but I wish it kind of had its own window of like, let's just kind of January. On this maybe. And like, yeah, maybe, I don't know. It's uh, anyway, I, I am scared. It's going to get overlooked, but like for, for my two cents, it's uh, it's, it's one hell of a game, man. It's, it's just, it's so big. I still can't believe the scope. And if you watch the videos I posted on Twitter, it's like, how is this the same game? And there are races that run through, like you start off on your bike and then it just seamlessly transitions. Like there'll be like a little kind of a, almost like your character glitches or something like that in the matrix. And then you're in your wingsuit and then suddenly you're uh, in whatever, like your, your snowboard gear. And it's, it, it just, it, it goes through so much different like uh, situational kind of things. And like the, and, and you can see while you're going either other races or NPCs or something like kind of crossing your path and you think you're going to crash, but you either go through or they jump over you or whatever. Like this is a living, breathing world. Like there's always stuff going on in every corner. It's wild. It's impressive. It's, well, uh, the good news is, Mark, there's not really much competing with it in that category. Mm-hmm. So I think it will find an audience, and it's getting well-reviewed. So I think this is not an instance where it'll be like the next shooter that gets overlooked. This is a game that can stand alone, and word of mouth is going to help this game. And that's like, so. And one of my problems might be I haven't looked at any reviews for this 
because I want it to, once I knew I was getting the code, I want it to kind of save that. And I don't like looking up other reviews to kind mm-hmm. of taint how I'm thinking of a game going in if I'm going in to review it like this. So part of this might be on me where I'm like, oh, this game's getting overlooked, but like really I've kind of shut myself off while I'm playing it for review. Um, so I, I could be completely wrong and this could be like the best selling game of, of the fall or something like I, you know, it, I, I do kind of shut myself off like that. So, um, but I, I really hope it like gets the attention it deserves because it is so much fun. Yeah. The only negative I've heard is that like dude thing. But beyond that, the gameplay and everything else seems to be doing very well. So, yep, yeah, guys, check it out. Um, it's 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 the only game of its type right now. So definitely check it out. Uh, Ubisoft Play, I think, the, you can, if you have that service, you can get it for free. Um, and Ubisoft is typically good for giving discounts on Black Friday. So check it out there, too. So definitely support them if you like these extreme sports. So, Mark, um, we both played a bunch of NSO stuff. Mm-hmm. But I think maybe we should talk about the, at the back end because we're yes. going to talk about emulation. Yeah, I think so so, that, that so we've got one news story, though, this week, which I thought was a ton of fun when I heard about this. I'm like, you know what? Nickelodeon did a Smash Brothers type game. And people yeah. seem to be like over the moon for that game. I'm like, you know what? Is it wrong that we can that we haven't had these type of brawlers for other like uh, universes of characters and things like that. Uh, PlayStation tried it, didn't work well. Xbox has not tried that yet, but apparently Warner Brothers is trying that, Mark. And this really engages me because Warner Brothers, when you think about their universes of characters, it's pretty impressive. And apparently they are creating a game called Multiversus. It's a brawler. Uh, Nether Realms, who makes Mortal Kombat and Injustice, are apparently behind this studio project. And uh, we're going to get characters from all the Warner Brothers universes. So we're talking about Fred Flintstone, Johnny Bravo, Gandalf, Shaggy, Batman, Mad Max. I mean, Batman. I mean, Mark. I mean, it, it opens up the door to just like, think of like Lego, the Lego series. You know, we had all of those Warner Brothers series in that. Doctor Who is part of HBO Max. I mean, all of these different characters, and why not? Yeah, they're probably not going to be as good as Smash Bros. because Sakurai, what, he is basically, I think he's like Dorian Gray, where if he stops making Smash games, he'll die. You know, you'll find out he's like a 300-year-old man. That, uh, yeah, 100%. He, he will basically almost kill himself. I'm, I'm fairly certain that man is, is just some sort of immortal demigod or something. Cause he, he, the, the amount of detail and balance that he will put into smash brothers games is, is just crazy. But, uh, and, and I have heard that from, uh, from the, the cartoon network or whatever it is, um, that game. Like I've had, I heard there, there are some balance issues and like people have been leaning towards a couple of certain characters that seem a little OP. So like, yeah, maybe the balance patch will, will work that out. But like, it still doesn't take away from the fact that like some of these games can be really fun and should be really fun. And this one, like give me Johnny Bravo versus Batman. 100 courage the cowardly dog i mean uh we could have you know uh oh geez i mean there's so many characters in cartoon network now warner brothers i mean they own so much it could be so much fun and it's not like this is a bad fighting game developer this is nether realms 
Yeah. They make some of the best fighting games ever. So I'm like, that's one of the few studios could see do this. I mean, I remember when PlayStation did uh, PlayStation All-Stars uh, Battle Royale, and it's like, uh, they, did, they, they tried to do it. It didn't work very well. They tried to do something a little bit different. But I'm like, I think the reception of the, the, the Nickelodeon game, and it's not great, but it's good. Yeah. And that's enough for some people just to have a good time. And that's what I mean with the with the Nickelodeon game. I said Cartoon Network before, but with the, the Nickelodeon game, um, with a couple of balance patches, as people discover things yeah. and it's getting reviews and all that kind of stuff, they could release a couple of patches that right now, if the game is a seven, in a couple of years with some DLC and a couple of really good balance patches, that game could be an eight or a nine. Like it, it could just keep iterating, and there's no like Nether Realm behind this kind of game could release a nine. It's just, it's, it's amazing. So I'm, I'm very excited. Uh, the, the pictures I've seen so far, like if, if that's a real leak from, you know, from a, a reputable source, which it, it kind of seems to be like this game looks, the art style looks a little bit more uh, Fortnite than nether realm esque you know more oh, sure. combat or injustice or something mm-hmm. like that um it's it's more of the cartoony stuff so when you're thinking batman do not think like arkham knight think um animated the animated series or, or or justice or League. from fortnite or, or that kind yeah. of thing yeah so yeah. um it's every everyone's going to fit into that art style and it's uh <laughs> this this has a potential to be just a ton of fun absolutely and they could dig deep because they have all of the HBO characters. So Tony Soprano may show up. Who knows? You know, just crazy things that could happen. And I love this because we love our characters to be brought in other mediums and just have a good time. Um, and I think as you're, as long as you're not like to be holding like, Oh, that's not how Gandalf would act. I'm like, eh, just have a good time. Just have a good that's time. It, Cause it's not yeah. going to make sense when Tom and Jerry beats the crap out of Batman. Like exactly power levels a little bit off, uh, but yeah. we already had the Lego dimensions, right? And at WU yeah. is big behind that. And that we people really love that game, but you had to buy all those toys. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. No, there's a lot of potential here for sure. Uh, with the, the roster, the gameplay, there's just everything like this, this could come together to be a, an absolutely perfect storm. It's it, yeah. I, I'm excited. Yeah. And you can, you know, if, and if the, the, the console holders actually play along with this game, you could get PlayStation or Xbox characters, which would be a ton of fun too. So we'll see. I mean, maybe, you know, depending on what happens, but Soul this could be really cool. Levels of like each console gets its oh, own be fantastic. character. Right? Like that, a lot of, again, I get a lot of potential there to just be a, a, a ton of fun. Like, you know, get the Nintendo version or you're getting the Xbox or the PlayStation for like it. Man. Yeah. It's, it, I'm excited. I hope I'm guessing, right. Mark, if anything, if this truly is going to happen, I think we get this at the Game Awards. This is kind of an announcement, and this could be a, an awesome announcement. So there we go, folks. So let us know. If you're into this, who would you love to see in the Warner Brothers universe of characters? They've got, you know, maybe we got Dune characters. That'd be crazy and weird. The sandworm comes out and eats somebody. That'd be fantastic. Hey, the Dune characters are in uh, Fortnite right now. Oh, there you go. Even better. Uh, video game Dune. Who doesn't want video game Dune? <laughs> Fun fact, Mark. Uh, Dune was actually the first RTS game on PC. Hmm. Yeah, absolutely. 
right. crazy. Um, yeah, so that is it for the news, folks. Just very just fun news story. But we're gonna get into the main event of our bonus round. Um, that's our topic of the show, and that is emulation. Mm-hmm. And where we stand on emulation in regards to Nintendo Switch Online, people emulating other things, uh, PC, arcade, all those things will be up for debate. Yeah, so with uh, with the launch of the N64 games and Sega games, although I haven't personally had any time to play the Sega games, um, with, with the launch of those on Nintendo Switch Online, I, I, yeah, I thought it would be a good time to kind of visit this topic or at least look at this topic um share some of our thoughts about mainly like what you thought so far about the new games that have been added uh how the emulation's holding up how they play on a modern console we kind of alluded to that earlier in the show of n64 games don't always translate well because realistically with an n64 you had a b uh l r and then four C buttons that if you didn't want to use those for camera could be action buttons, which causes a whole lot of problems for modern controllers, which have, you know, the four face buttons and that's it. So you're, you're missing two essentially uh, from the N64 controller. So, um, you know, we can, we can jump into other types of emulation and stuff if you want to, but for, for me, um, I really wanted to visit this from like a, how are they doing so far? You know, we heard a lot of crap being thrown when they announced the pricing for the online expansion for Nintendo Switch. We've heard since they launched uh, a lot of negative stuff from people who are doing comparisons from an actual N64 or PC emulators or, like you said, the the uh, Mario All-Star collection. So... Um, yeah, basically, first off, have you been playing any of these uh, ex- expanded games? Uh, what And what have you been playing? Sure. So, um, peer pressure and a uh, funding alignment have led me to the Nintendo Switch Online Expansion Pack. So, this offers N64 and Genesis games into the existing uh, Nintendo Switch Online, with which is NES and SNES. So, long story short, there are nine uh, N64 games, and I believe 16 Genesis games at this point. I have played... I will just rattle these off, Mark. So, I, in, on the N64 side, I played Winback, Sin and Punishment, and Star, Four, six, Star Fox 64. On the Genesis side, I played Musha, Ristar, Shinobi 3, Return of the Ninja, Master and Contra Hardcore. I have not played many of these very long, is the best way I could say. I just wanted to dip my toe in to each of them. Um, I will say I tried to play these all on Pro Controller, and uh, the service does show, if you hit the buttons the right way, it will show you where the buttons map to a certain extent. Mm -hmm. But if you go into the game, you're like, okay, what are actually the controls of this game? And that's where things start going awry. So on the N64 version, um, I started with Winback. Winback is a weird like third-person shooter game. It's not a first party. I've never experienced this game. It uses a bit of like uh, analog stick for, for directional pointing, but it has some um, auto-targeting as well. But you have... Um, Gears of War, like uh, you're hiding behind cover 
it's a very weird game, and it doesn't play very well. Um, it looks pretty good. I mean, considering it's it's a polygonal uh, 64-bit game, mm-hmm. but it was just weird. It took me forever, and the and I felt like it was just unintuitive to understand based on the controller you were using really how the controls map. It shows you how you can do it on the Joy Cons, mm-hmm. but once again, with the what you what you pointed out, the C stick parts are a little odd. Plus the analog stick, which one you're going to use because there was only one analog stick with the controller. Mm -hmm. So it's a mixed bag. And without that N64 controller being widely available, they really probably needed to dig dig deeper into saying, these are the way you can use your variety of controllers to optimize the performance for you. Nintendo doesn't always do that. Controller mapping. Absolutely. Which I try to figure it out. I know there's like overall on the Switch there's controller mapping, right? But but that's a little bit wonky, right? Yeah, no, and, and that's not ideal because then you have to go change it back when you want to play something different. Mm-hmm. It's it's a pain in the ass. Uh, now, the worst thing for me for for N sixty four games or anything else is not even the C stick kind of controls or anything else. It's the position of A and B on the Switch. And it's, mm. it's right there in the card for N64 online. You can see the controller and it has A and B and then the C buttons there. But you'll notice if you're even mapping A and B to the, the modern, the Switch controller, doesn't matter, Joy-Cons, Pro-Cons, whatever, A is down where B is and B is up where Y is. So if you have muscle memory of let's say holding in B and pressing A to jump, well, you probably can't simply just hold in Y and press B to jump. You now have to hold in B and and kind of claw your hand up to hit A, and they don't allow you to remap that. And that, to me and to my wife who like can usually beat Ocarina of Time in one sitting – um, it's frustrating <laughs> and it takes a little while. Like I said, for some games, it's fine for like super Mario Kart. doesn't really matter. You quickly learn just to hold in the a button where it is and just go. Um, but for other games, yeah, it's very frustrating and it, it, it's unintuitive how it's mapped out because it should be instead of a and B and they're sticking to a and B, it should realistically be Y and B. And instead of B being B, B should be A, and Y should be B. That's a sentence that I just had to freak out. Mark, are you, are you having like a stroke? Because that's what yeah, it sounded I, like. I wish, I wish I was. If someone can follow that train of thought with me, um, congratulations. You can survive in my squirrel brain. But that is – if you understood that, that is how it should actually act. So it's, it's, um, it's frustrating that you can't do that kind of – easy button remapping right in the Nintendo Switch Online. Uh, there have been so many things, even up to very recently with the uh, the Castlevania Advance Collection. I didn't like how the buttons were laid out. There's an easy menu to remap everything. You remap the controls for those games, and it plays beautifully. Problem solved. You have to do it once. You don't have to go do it every single time you start it up. You just do it once, and you go in, and you play, and you have a good time. And it, it's just, it's frustrating for some games. 
It's a weird mix because I really uh, like, I, I think the Genesis work really easily because the Genesis doesn't have any like analog sticks. It has, right. it, it's very simple, played well. I didn't have any problems with the Genesis games, just like the SNES games, NES games. I think they all work well because they're very simplified. Once you make them more complex with analog sticks and different things, it's kind of like the Dreamcast where the Dreamcast had one analog stick and like weird like buttons to actually do controls. It just gets really complicated at that point. Um, so at that point, I'm like, hmm, how's the best way to do this? I don't know. I'm not a guru. But I will say this. I tried... Several of the N64 games, like Win Back, like I mentioned, Sin and Punishment, a very mm-hmm. odd game. It's like a, it's almost like um, a corridor um, shooter where you just control your, your 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 cursor is shooting things. You can move around. It took me forever to figure out. Oh, you could do this with the uh, with the um, D pad, do different things like that. So very not exactly inviting. And then I got to Star Fox 64. And the animals are taunting me by telling me to do certain things. I'm like, do this and that and this and that. And I'm like, wait, am I pushing down the, the analog stick to do this? Mark, way too complex for a game that shouldn't be that complex. I'm like, I'm not enjoying myself anymore. It's too, oh. it's, they're, they're punishing me. <laughs> I, know. I, I want a couple of things. And I, I hope, uh, one, I, I wish Nintendo would just up the stock of the N64 controller. That would be great if they were just readily available to buy. And don't tie it to like, their store. Just put them in freaking Walmart and whatever. Just like have these controllers out there. Uh, and if they're not going to, I want companies like PowerA, 8BitDo, uh, yeah. all these companies that make yep. great controllers. They make great uh, Super Nintendo controllers, whatever. Um, start putting them out. And, and Joy-Con with... You know that that N sixty four layout on the right side. Didn't we want that? That was like the hope, right? We would get like Joy Cons that would emulate each controller. That'd be fantastic because I think uh, I think even in handheld mode that we need uh, an option, and not everyone's going to go out and buy the OLED with a good kickstand. So you need something that you know you can just play in handheld mode, just on the go, and still enjoy Star Fox sixty four. So before we keep ranting, I did put this out on Twitter and our Discord. I said, what do you think about the N64 emulation in Nintendo Switch Online so far? Let us know, and we're going to talk about it right now. So on Twitter, I got a response from Pixelrena saying, uh, there are valid criticisms, but I personally don't see it as much of a big deal. I'm going to pretty much agree with that. I think so far we've been a little negative on the control schemes, and I think that's valid. But like overall... I had a ton of fun playing uh, Mario Kart 64 with my wife. I've been very much enjoying Ocarina of Time so far. They're the only two games that I played. I'll get into I, I just played Super Mario 64 on the 3D All-Stars collection. Not in a rush. Uh, but I, like I said, I've, I've been having a great time. And it's, uh, I'm, you know, I hope I get the controller. But if I don't, I don't. Um, so anyway, she continued to say uh, in Wii slash Wii U virtual console, each N64 game had an emulator tailored specifically for it. On Nintendo Switch Online, there's one catch-all N64 emulator that runs every game and ends up missing a few graphical things. I didn't know that. So thank you very much for sharing that. She said, uh, I don't mind. That's how she kind of finished off. But uh, yeah, that's that's kind of interesting. I, I mm-hmm kind of wish that they put that much effort in. I understand why they didn't. If they think their N64 
emulator this time around is good enough for most things. Like to me so far, it's been good enough, right? Like um, there are a few things that I noticed, but not like a breaking the game kind of level for me. Um, I mean, you know, like I said, I'm, I'm enjoying things so far. So let's go to, to discord. Uh, we got El Capitan plays said, not a fan. The controls on the Joy-Con and Pro Controller leave a lot to be desired. Lag, glitchiness, and not what I would hope it would have been considering third-party op- options available. So, yeah, the, the game selection. I There have been leaks that there are more games ready to go. Nintendo is known for that slow rollout. So we've got things like Pilot Wings, Wave Race. The day they do Wave Race, I apologize for who I'm going to become on Twitter. That's just, I'm just putting that out there right now. I apologize for who I'm going to be that day, but wave race is just my jam. Um, Famous Seamus, the most famous Seamus I have ever met in my life. uh, Chimed in with, I've never really played the N64 games before, aside from Star Fox 64 on the Wii virtual console. So I can't really comment on how they compare to the original versions, but I will say some of the controls are odd to say the least, especially sin and punishment. Todd, you, you nailed that one. Uh, God, the controls yeah. in that just make no sense. So people seem to be kind of agreeing with us. The controls, but here's the thing. How you, you can't do the controls without the controller. Uh, like modern consoles have just moved on, right? Like we have a C stick instead of all those buttons. You just, without tailoring a controller specifically for these systems, you just can't do it, in my opinion. I don't know if you feel differently, but it, it's it's so. It's I will push back, Mark. I'll push back to say this is the this is the, the 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 pain of Nintendo, right? They say I have to make a controller specifically for a game. That means future iterations will be not as good because you're going to say you have to have a specific controller. You got to buy a fifty dollar controller. To play these games these are old games and that's where my pushback is because i don't think that controller the n64 controller i played it i thought it was a piece of crap versus what you could do with a thing i get it but this is me pushing back to say it's not good it's it's if your controls are getting in the way of enjoying the system that means nintendo needs to dig deeper and do more especially considering what they're charging more for so i would say nintendo do more I don't know what iterate they on this. Do, though. Oh, I mean, Mark, they can do far more. They are they they could do far more. They can, can say when you're iterate with this controller with with a switch. Let's take the- they have more buttons. They can they can say we can tailor it. Mark, they have they are making so much money. They can do this. Nintendo <laughs> has been yes, they can. Nintendo Nintendo loves to spend the least amount to make the most amount. But I don't and Nintendo know is the laziest. Easy look what way. Xbox does. But look what Xbox does and what they've done to iterate to make their games playable for current audiences. Nintendo says, you'll play it because work. you're nostalgic. It doesn't work, though. Xbox does not work for old games. This, these are controllers that worked at the time, but we've iterated and moved past those designs. And from the the rare replay collection like those controls don't work 
one-to-one because you have, again, N64 games, which the controller but that's was, but, that's, but they're inheriting Nintendo... They're inheriting Nintendo-isms. And but right. quite honestly, we've got more buttons. We've got more buttons on modern consoles to do exactly what they did. But Nintendo's saying, no, you gotta, you got to spend... They do. Because the C-Stick is you've got four... So Nintendo, so the C-Stick, where you've got an analog stick that can do all of the buttons that the C-Stick could do. You've okay, got four face buttons. You've got, you've got 16 buttons. The N64 had like eight, right? You can, you do know you can use the, 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 the right control stick for... Well, that's what I'm saying. Button, right? but, they, but they aren't doing it. But they're basically yeah. saying, well, they're doing a C-stick is like A, B, a C, left and right. No, no, no. And the you a can, and B you can is do like, that without, without any I, thing. I, I, all I can say is I'm not defending Nintendo. Nintendo has too much money to put the least money effort in. You're, it's you're it's so not wrong. good. If you want to play the Ocarina... And you want to I tried, Mark. I tried it. And I tried Star Fox. Star Fox was a a hot mess. Star Fox was a hot mess with those buttons. I'm like, you have to do up and down and do this left. I'm like, okay, this is dumb. This is an old game. It's not that complex. And it was like, like, it was like juggling cats with oven mitts. It's not complex. It's not sophisticated. It's a horrible design console. And Nintendo, once they design the controller around games and they move on, they're going to have this con- they're going to have this problem. They're going to have this problem with the Joy-Cons having IR and and uh, HD. They're going to have problems cuz that's the problem with it. like and I don't know if that's the best thing for games because most of their games do best when they just are simplified and are less complex. But and the, using like these complex control screens. You're coming after Sony too then on the same logic because if they don't build a touch screen into their controller or a touch It's just a big button. Or- they're but they haven't one. done like they haven't done like designs. It's one big button, essentially. Okay. I, I've and I I've been a big fan of it, and it's dumb. It's one big button though. They don't use that tracing. They don't use the touch screen. There are they haven't done it. Yeah. A, a few, but I'm like you know I'm I'm ready to say you know if those aren't supported that's fine. But those are like one so percent of the hundred percent. You can play Ocarina. You can play Mario Kart. You can play this. So it's. Maybe like don't go play the games that don't work on certain control schemes, but like I just I, I just think the N sixty four controller didn't make the games better. I think you could say no. The N sixty four controller was a horrible. Well, that's what I'm saying. You know what? Complete. Well, that's no what I'm saying. Com- well, they it's could completely do it. They, but, no, but they could completely change it, Mark. It's called actually putting money in no they could completely change it and put money into it but they don't want to because they want to make the most money with the least amount of effort because you could completely absolutely it's not emulation and that no no but nintendo's not telling us that we have to do emulation nintendo's saying play our games on a modern console they're not saying oh we're gonna port roms to the system enjoy we're doing the we're paying ten bucks because somebody else can do this. You can play these games on other systems with modern controllers. That's what I'm saying. But it That's what I'm saying. Work on modern controllers. Go play Banjo Kazooie on the Rare Replay Collection. It sucks because there's no C sticks. There's no exactly because because Xbox is inheriting these these games from Nintendo that where they're like but even this is horrible. Doing their like they they've tried to remap it. It just doesn't feel the same because be, yeah. We well, move on. There's no contr- there's no modern. And maybe that's the maybe that's the point. 
we shouldn't play these games anymore or have them remade. That's, that's why I'm like, I, I think, that I, and I totally agree. I think I'd rather have remakes and remasters that actually add in all these uh, like uh, quality of life measures versus then just port old stuff. You have ways to play those if you want to, but it's not the best way to play it. It's not, it's not respecting your time and efforts. And I play these again, like, that's great. Awesome. I'm moving on. I'm not going to enjoy what the creator's, created and what they intended because i'm unfortunately tied to past hardware which is just limited and that's just not great so i would love an ocarina of time that was a modern like remaster but i'm not going to play ocarina of time yeah yeah i I would absolutely still love them to to remake ocarina of time in, in the breath of the wild engine or whatever yeah um I'd, and I'd play the hell out of that one, but I also desperately at this point want an N64 controller. And actually I want two of them because my wife, after playing a couple of minutes of, again, Mario Kart and, and Ocarina was like, no, we need the original controllers. We need two of them. I need to kick your ass at Mario Kart. And, uh, and she did with a Switch controller, which I need to keep practicing. Um, but it, like it, it's it's one of those things that like, to me, this is this is emulation. This isn't remastering or remaking. No. This is pure emulation, no. and it's best played. Uh, it's it's kind of sad that the Switch is a hybrid console because it, I don't think these games specifically translate, like I said, to a modern control scheme, and therefore don't translate well to handheld. But I think, in lieu of a N sixty four classic with the controllers bundled in, I think this is going to be the next best thing for an all encompassing emulation. Like pixel arena said uh, there, you know, you could break it down granularly and have emulations for each one of them. Like they used to do for virtual console or for, for this price. And say what you will about the price. Again, I split it between like five or six people. So it didn't cost much for the, the upgrade sure. for the year. Um, and you know, all of us are excited to play the animal crossing DLC. So we saved a ton of money really, if we were all bought that separately. Um, but, but for, for this specifically, I'm looking at it like an emulation machine. I'm looking at it like the classic console and I want that controller. And I think when I get that controller, this is going to be great. Cause it's going to take me right back to when I was, whatever, 10 years old or whatever. And the N64 was, was the, you know, the thing, um, and, and playing whatever Mario Kart 64 battle mode and races. And, um, again, I apologize for who I'm going to become when wave race comes out, I am going to play the hell out of that. And I hope that I'm playing it with a proper controller because right now, yeah, it does leave a lot to be desired, but, um, I think the emulation is not the best, but good enough. But I think, uh, I, I stick to my guns that there's no, without changing everything, there's no way to properly emulate the controller from the N64 era on a modern controller because the, we have an analog stick now rather than four extra buttons. Um, yeah, so like the Dreamcast. Yeah. With, exactly, exactly. Yeah, so uh, exactly. It's, it's tough, but uh, I think from an emulation standpoint, um, it seems like this is the best we're going to get officially for, uh, for the time being. So uh, I'm, I'm fairly overall happy with it, but I, I think, um, 
I think either third party or Nintendo, someone has to ramp up the N64 controller uh, production because that's the way these are meant to be played. And I think until we get that, I don't think anyone's going to be happy. The issue is we've got 90 million switches sold or whatever it is now <laughs> versus there are only 30 and 30 million and 60. Yeah. There are only 30 million and 64s mark. So there's far less people that own this than play that with that controller. Problem with that is now Honestly, people are going to have to do that. Yeah. You know and, and think I of like in your household, 64 controllers. Yeah. I wish there was like the GameCube adapter for Smash Brothers. I, if there was that, I'd plug that thing into my dock and oh, sure. the N64 controller. Well, your analog stick doesn't yeah. work anymore, though. They're probably they're they probably limp in bed. Might have <laughs> exactly. I know some of them so now, are like they need a yeah. little Viagra, but like I have one that I'm pretty sure still works. Exactly. So each family now has to buy eight, eight N64 controllers, fifty bucks pop. If you understand the math of this, you understand why Nintendo is doing this. They're incorporating nostalgia. They're they're milking you for nostalgia, and and it's fine. And I will say this: and, and if you go into the deep recesses of emulation, you see what they've been able to do on PC, yeah. high resolution, things like that. And it is what it is. Totally get it. But if you can buy these games where you should do so, and if you're nostalgic for these games, this is the best way to play it now. So definitely do it. Um, it's just it's just frustrating me because I didn't grow up with N sixty four, so this is just feels very off and mm. not right. So I'm like trying like okay, I've experienced it. It is what it is. Um, but I'm glad it's available and it is a higher price than what we're used to. The Animal Crossing DLC is out. That's tied to this. Mm-hmm. Um, we've seen this emulation done with the uh, PlayStation Classic. We have PlayStation Now. We have the 360 and Xbox One emulation on those consoles as well. If you own a PC, you can go back to the dark ages of PC as well on Steam. It's there. So if you want to just really go after that, but I will say after all of this, I want remasters. I want remakes. I want the best way to play with the modern convenience. Uh, Like I loved uh, Link's Awakening. Oh, on switch yeah, absolutely i don't want to play on the game boy monochromatic probably no save points bad like all these quality of life things i want more of that i want to play ocarina of time majora's mask all of these games with modern conveniences so we maybe get to a point mark where it's like it's it's okay to do that but it's like it's 40 years old 50 years old we're gonna get to the point mark we're really all these games are just like it's like a museum piece versus a playable well, piece, right? And, and we, we started this off with the Byron return and I returned the NES for yeah. that reason because they're hard to go back to. And realistically, N64 is the NES of 3D gaming. Yeah. PlayStation 1. Back to some of these. Yeah, it is. PlayStation 1's got the same issue and both of those systems have pros and cons with CD technology doing a little bit more, but also not being as stable, uh, you know, for, for the, the graphics and stuff like that. N64, uh, carts and the, the, some of the things and choices that they made with that system, great polygons, but pretty, you know, low res kind of thing. They could do some basic textures and that doesn't always translate well to emulations as we're seeing right now. So it's, this is the the nes era of 3d gaming i'll say it again like this is it's 
it's tough to go back to no matter how you're going back to it, whether it's you're playing the actual console, it is doing some emulation like this. It's, it's tough, but it's, it's a cool museum piece. And it's like you said, it's, it's, it's a neat thing to, to check back into, but, uh, unless like me, you know, there's a few games that I want to go back to for that nostalgia piece and whatever. Um, but, uh, Really, like I'm not rushing to play Winback because I never played that game before, and I don't really care if I go back and experience it for the first time now because it's like, how good's it going to be as an N64? Do I want to slog through that? Right? Like, um, it's it's tough, man. But I'm I'm happy it's here. I'm happy because there's someone that I'm saying like I'm I'm going to become just a terrible toxic person when Wave Race comes out because I'm going to be like toxically positive and just like yeah wave race finally uh and there's someone out there i'm sure that's like win back that's the game i rented from blockbuster every weekend yeah and i'm happy for that person absolutely it becomes like a, even in the um original xbox i mean and i we talk about that backwards compatibility only 19 original xbox uh original xbox games are backwards compatible. There's a huge library that isn't, which mm-hmm. that's why I bought an Xbox 360, so I could play those old games. They are dated, but they still play pretty well, but it's, a lot of it is uh, licensing and all those crappy things that we have to deal with. So mm-hmm. I'm excited to see where this goes, Mark. And it's going to be interesting. And, and we do have Xbox in essentially a couple of days is going to have their 20th anniversary. And we're yeah. probably going to expect more backwards compatibility and all of these things that look back to the original Xbox. And I'm like, I can't wait. I hope they make them even better. And if they can't make them better on the original systems, bring them back to modern consoles with an mm-hmm. HD remake or remaster. Absolutely. All right. Well, that is it. Agree to disagree with either this Mark or myself. Yeah. Oh my goodness. I love it, Mark. Oh my goodness. <laughs> Dude, this, is I'm, this is like, we don't oh, really yeah. have butt heads like that. That was, that was some good stuff. No, I want to see where like discord and Twitter comes down on this. Like you on team Mark or team Todd. Cause like, this is, this is the new, uh, what's it? Ed, Edward versus Jacob. That was Twilight. <laughs> yeah. I'm a werewolf. You're a vampire, Mark. You sparkle. I, uh, glint. <laughs> You're kind of like Vancouver of the West, or the East, I guess, and I'm the middle. So there we go. Um, yeah, so this is this is a lot of fun. So, Mark, tell people where they can find you in the gaming sphere. Well, uh, like we said, we are doing Extra Life, so I would love if people jumped in our Discord to keep up with everything we're doing and also follow me on Twitter. So that's the underscore Canardian. I'll be posting all the game day stuff there. So please give me a follow. Also, I'm stupidly close to 600 followers, I think, right now. I might have crossed it. Hold on. I'm going to check. Mark, it's all because of dad jokes. Yeah, exactly. Star Wars dad jokes. 594. I'm so stupidly close. So if you guys could follow me, get me to 600 for my birthday, that would be amazing. And, uh, yeah, we'll see you. We'll see you on uh, Extra Life Day. Yeah, um, if you want to follow me on gaming, Sparty on 98. I'm a Michigan State grad. Go State. We beat Michigan this week. Uh, I'm on Xbox and Switch at Spartion98, on uh, PSN, Spartion1998, and at T-Oxtra. And we will leave the rest of the things to check out at the end of the credits. So I will say this, folks. Thank you for joining us on this Voyage in Gaming. We really appreciate anyone that follows us, subscribes to our YouTube, and does all those cool things, because we think you're awesome. So, Mark... 
as always, it's been a pleasure. Thank you for being an awesome Canadian and Canardian. Uh, for the Minnesotans and the people in the States, thank you for joining us in the Secret Friends Unite community and my uh, Twitter as well, at Tioxtra. And we will check you out. And remember, folks, it's always better to game together. This podcast is part of the Secret Friends Unite podcasting network. Visit secretfriendsunite.com for more great shows, articles, news, reviews, and more. Secret Friends Unite podcasts are available on Apple, Google, Spotify, and other podcast services around the world. If you'd like to be part of the conversation, you can join us on Facebook or our new Discord server, or follow at Secret Friends U on Twitter. Please subscribe to Secret Friends Unite on YouTube and visit our merch store at tpublic.com. Just search Secret Friends Unite. Thanks for listening.